Hello, welcome to Nintendo Main Expansion Pack, and thank you for donating to the Patreon, where you get to hear this exclusive members-only episode each month, where we take a topic and you know go over that, and well, and we try to make it more less news-related and more like uh, you know, like here's a topic we should talk about, and this one's probably this was one that kind of, that came inspired from uh, the you know soon to be released or re-released for the Nintendo Switch Kirby's. Was it Kirby and the Crystal Shards for 64? Mm-hmm. And it was inspired by... This was on my list, but I made more since that was our original inspiration. But we were inspired by the fact that that was the only game where Kirby could combine the abilities into different things. So this is our this is our list of like what most missed abilities that were in a series that aren't in there anymore. Something like that. Yeah, it's, a, it's like when... Um... These are game mechanics that we think should come back when a series had a great idea for one entry, but the idea has been abandoned, and uh, it's time to bring it back. Yeah, there you go. Uh, what I was thinking about when I made my list was a lot of times whenever I see like a new release for something, and I'm like, oh, I hope it has this thing, and then it never does. you know. And it's whatever the, whatever that thing is that was great for like a couple of the games in the series, and then they did away with it for whatever reason. So that that's kind of where my inspiration went for this, but I think I think it'll be fun. I mean... You know, I, I'm sure there's going to be like some glaring omission that I'm going to hear later in the edit being like, why did I not even think of that? So I tried to, mm-hmm. I tried to think of the ones that were, you know, heavy in my mind, but there's always like one that's like super, that just slips me that I'm like, oh wait, why didn't I, why didn't I think about that one? But yeah, we're your hosts. I'm Trey. You know us. This is Patreon. So no, Jeremy. no last names. I'm John. John is here. All right. Well, let's just let's just get started. I guess um, starting off, my number five is uh, this is this one just kind of came over me just because of uh, you know recent releases and all that. But I miss the uh, the character matchups from the Mario Golf games. They weren't present in Mario Golf Super Rush, and this is the mode where you play against another player. Well, in the in Mario Golf on sixty four, you had to do that in order to unlock the characters. But in Mario Golf Toadstool Tour. You did it to unlock uh, star versions of each of the characters, so you'd get better versions of the characters through that way. And it was a fun way to just go and play against each of the characters, and you could kind of unlock a better version of your own character and all that. That's gone from Mario Golf Super Rush, which which a lot of stuff, a lot of the stuff that was included in those past two Mario Golf games were removed. Actually, it was removed originally from Mario Golf World Tour on 3DS, which was also missing a lot of that stuff. So, so yeah, they started that before. So, but I miss I miss that stuff. It, it was fun. I've been playing it on Mario Golf 64. That's how I made it to credits. Was I beat Bowser on there? I guess Bowser was the final boss of the character unlock. And once you beat Bowser, you get credits and all that stuff. But yeah, that was always a fun thing to do. It, it was like just additional like more stuff to do in the game. And now now in Mario Golf, you basically you have like experience points for each character, and you have to use a character a certain amount of time to unlock like star clubs and double star clubs or superstar clubs as they're called. And I don't know. I think it's I think it's more fun to actually have a mode where you can like play against them on the on the on the courses and all that. And yeah, I, I miss that. Also, like the ring, like was like the ring mode is gone as well. Or like where you could shoot through the rings and, and stuff like that. Or like, or like there was a what was in the in the um, in the GameCube one. There was a there was like a birdie mode where you played a bunch of three part courses and you tried to get a birdie on all of the courses. And if you missed one, you had to start all over again. Like there's stuff like that that was not included even though you know what there there is actually a mode that was added later in there that's in super rush now so so forget about that but yeah that's my that's my opening uh thing i miss from a video game series right there what do you think jerry i don't i don't play much mario golf so i don't really have a, a thought on that 
Do you miss the character Mackage? I say I don't have much of a feeling about Mario Golf other than when they did bring back the RPG elements in the new game, it just didn't feel like quite like the Game Boy Advance one that I loved so much. So, I mean, that's kind of a variation of what Trey's saying, but there's stuff in Mario Golf that was better before, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I thought about that too, but that's like, uh, I don't know, for some reason, the, um, like, well, even before the Advance one, the Game Boy Color one originally was the mm-hmm. one that was like. Which I need to try that. I've never played that one. It's great. Well, I mean, get it on your 3DS. <laughs> that's how mm-hmm. I played it was through a virtual console on 3ds and it's really it's really good it's basically i mean if you played advance you pretty much know what it is it's just the it's just the one that did that before you know it's just the original version of it but it's very much like that one same thing with the with like the open world and the and the and the experience points and you know you have to work your way up to meeting mario in that game you don't you don't start off with the mario characters you gotta get get to them they're at the end of the game and i think that's the reason why there's so many human characters in the 64 one is that they brought over characters from the Game Boy Color version, and that's why they're in there. Mm. But no, just playing the character matchups. It was always something that I liked playing on on all the other on the other systems, and I miss it and the new one. Bring it back. I mean, you could still add DLC on there, right? They, they did. I mean, they're still adding skins on there. We got our Yoshi, our Easter Yoshi's on there. Pink Yoshi. Pink Yoshi is available now. Well, you have to unlock it, but it's on there. You got like eleven more days to do it. Well, I would say for my opening. I'm going to kind of go pretty easy here. This is one that occurred to me immediately when we talked about this topic. That was Paper Mario. I want the action elements back because those are all but gone from the newest games. Like, And that was the most fun part. And I guess specifically, I will say the transformations in Thousand Year Door. Those are really cool. I want those back. Oh, you, you, you can't do that anymore? They, they don't fold you up into a paper airplane no. and throw you across the sewer anymore like they did in the other one? No, and, and those kind of things just made it, you know, it, it made complete sense because it was a Mario game. So in a way, it was like a power-up. It just fit the theme of the game really well while still being a Paper Mario game. It just opened it up more and gave it more, even more of an action element, which, you know, Mario is known for his action. So... Yeah, I kind of feel like they scaled that back and just kind of leaned way too much into let's make the, you know, let's change up some element of the battle system and that'll be the gimmick of this. And it sucks. Um, It sucks that they think they have to change it. They should just, it should just be like Thousand Year Door again, goddammit. That, I mean, that's that's kind of I mean, that's kind of like one of the the great and worst things about Nintendo, right? Where they they uh-huh. they don't want to like bring a new sequel to a series in unless it's some sort of new mechanic that they find interesting. Like everything's all based around some sort of new gimmick. It seems like for the most part. So the ones that aren't like you know, like Zelda and Mario, of course, we're always going to get sequels to those. But like you know, stuff like Star Fox and F Zero, like what F Zero was originally made to show off Super Nintendo hardware, right? So they don't really yeah have a reason to to do that again so it's been pretty much abandoned well yeah. they've also brought elements of f-zero into other games and yeah sort of meted it out in that way yeah i mean and, and similar to things like uh star fox as well where star fox was originally made to show off like the 3d engine and super nintendo and all that stuff and it's been pretty abandoned now and it, and it, and it was supposed to show off the uh the dual screen play of wii u and i guess they don't want to return to that or or show show any of that stuff again the glaring omission from the uh the Wii U re-releases, that's for sure. I would I would play I would buy that again if they would like re-release it and make it like, you know, playable or more fun to play, mm-hmm. I guess. I mean I beat the other one, but it wasn't uh, you know, whatever. 
we did like three episodes about that game when it came out or, or the Star Fox series. But I just saw I was watching a video uh, before we got on here um, talking about like one of the one of the one of the uh, artists who like had created Tingle and uh, and Slippy and a bunch of other characters from Nintendo. For me, it kind of seemed like a cry for help, but he tweeted out that he wanted them to re-release uh, Star Fox Zero on Switch. You know, it sounded like basically like he wanted them to do it so he could work again because he wanted to like do that animation that he did for the that was that was part of the advertisement for that. And I just thought it seemed kind of like it was a cry for money or something. <laughs> it was like maybe I'm, it was one it was of like the, I'm bored. I want to work again. What, let's let's re-release this. I don't know. Maybe one of the puppets got a hold of his uh, login, and that's actually one of the we're just wanting to work again <laughs> I've, I've heard people have seen those puppets like and they're really terrifying like the ones that the ones from the 90s have kind of like fallen apart well like, they partially... cut their legs off and replaced them with uh metal ones like partially disintegrated <laughs> yeah but uh what playing off of what you were saying with paper mario that was actually another one that i had on my list but i have other stuff so i can just add to this but the thing that i always want from paper mario is the fucking experience points can we gain levels again? Stop making the battles completely pointless. As of what it's been since, what, Paper Mario Sticker Star, I think, was the mm-hmm. first culprit to completely remove experience points from the battles. Thus, there's no reason to do them at all. So most of the time you most of the time you spend uh, running away from battles instead of actually doing them. And it's, and it's a shame that you make uh, you know, the battles, which is a huge part of the game, such an annoying thing that doesn't mean anything. Like that was the, I feel like that was one of the that was one of the major sins in that uh, game series is it's it's like you pretend to be an RPG making an actual RPG give us give us some experience points here come on so I I never played the or the Origami King do you still like do where you like press A before you jump on the guys' heads and stuff like that is is that still in there as far as action mechanics they let they left that in all of them so they got that going for them at least but. The boss battles is, is not so much. The boss battles are fucking weird in that game. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember you uh, not liking the boss battles very much when when you when you played them. There's just this whole puzzle thing that somebody thought was a good idea. I don't know who it was, but it's not. It's bad. I don't want to. I don't want to play Tetris every time I'm uh, fighting a boss. Yeah, it's not even Tetris, but I guess it's more like a, a mini game that would be in Professor Layton or something like that. But it's the same one over and over again. It doesn't. They don't really add much to it. I think another thing was, uh, like I don't know, like it wasn't. Didn't somebody say that they like weren't like the like the characters that you have with you? They aren't as interesting, or you don't have as many. Or did do you still have side characters that can attack in that game, or not? You do. See, I'm really like not remembering this game that clearly, even though I played all the way through it. Probably blacked uh, it out. No, you still do have side characters, and I think you could switch between them whenever just like you could but i don't recall them adding a whole lot of extra functionality to the world i could be wrong though yeah no i mean it's still forgettable i mean i remember thousand year door so vividly and i played it way before this game i mean that's the one i mean obviously that's the one that everybody wants and really they i mean i don't see it happening but i i would buy i would totally buy that i would love to see an hd re-release remaster whatever of thousand year door that would just be Free money for Nintendo. I mean, I think not really free. They'd have to spend money on it, but still. I think I think like the best thing we're gonna get, like what we what we might actually get, is like a possible GameCube Virtual Console and it re-released through there. I think that's about the only way we'll see it. Yeah, because you know, Paper Mario One has been released in so many different ways that that'll probably be the way that we'll get it. Yeah, and if you ever want to remember what a good Paper Mario game was like, that one that one's great. 
go back to that. Yeah, I, my the disc that I have of it is is a uh, is like scratched to where I can't play it anymore, which is very sad. So I can't play it, and it's an expensive game to buy, also. So as most games, it really games is. Are. So yeah, I guess I figured we'd have to have some sort of Mario Party or some sort of Paper Mario rant in here somewhere, just because they changed the game so much. It seems like don't, they don't really know what to do with it anymore. I feel like 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 that's like that's where it like goes negative for Nintendo, where they have to change so much, where it's kind of like why we just want it to go back the way it was just do that and then do it better i don't know sometimes the tea table can just stay right where it is yeah <laughs> stop trying to flip it well my first game is another mario game so that's a hat trick i got uh, mario kart double dash i want the two characters to come back i think that was a cool idea having two characters riding in the car mm-hmm. and i think functionally maybe it was just you know adding another item slot you know or whatever but just the the visuals of having two characters in there and they have to switch around every time you you change them and you know it was fun to think of like oh it'd be cool to pair up together and you know it'd be, it, it was a it was a good idea and i think it should make a comeback i mean there there was a, de- a good deal amount of strategy to it cuz I, I mean i just i've been playing double dash again recently and uh you know in the new mario in the mario kart 8 deluxe that was released on switch you can get like two items together you know but you can't switch between them. Like that was the big, one of the big strategies of, of double dash is you could get two items, but you could flip your guys. So if you wanted to use the one that you just got, you could use that before and you could, you could flip between the two items and you can't do that in the new one. And that was a really, that was a big like strategy move that you could do on that, where you could just kind of choose whichever you wanted to use at, a, at whatever time. And also there was like extra mechanics with like the weight of the characters and like how you balanced them out. Like if you use like a heavy character with a light character, it would it would it would uh, drive more like a medium character. Like there was stuff like that as well okay. that was in there. That you was, played it a lot more than I did. I never owned the game. I only ever really yeah. played it over at your house. Yeah. So yeah. Well, more more reasons why they should just bring it back. It's a cool idea. And it, I mean, and it's like a I, th- I don't know if I mentioned it in our Mario Kart ranking, but I mean Mario Kart Double Dash is like the episode one of uh, of Mario Kart Racers where. You know, it got a lot of flack when it came out, but now everybody loves it. <laughs> so it's uh, it's it's got a huge fan following. Is what I'm saying. Like all, all all them kids, they they'll say that Double Dash is the best Mario Kart game. I don't agree with that necessarily, but I don't think that it's a bad one. It's definitely in my top five. So I'm just saying that it would, you know. And once again, if we're ever gonna see that again, I don't think we'll see the mechanic in any way because Mario Kart Eight will never die ever. <laughs> it will be it will be our game forever. Mario Kart Eight is the new Grand Theft Auto Five or whatever. But we may see Double Dash come back in a GameCube virtual console. We're talking to you, Emily Rogers. You said that was real. Never forget that, how, how wrong you were on that. <laughs> you were very, very adamant about telling us that that, that was going to be a real thing for the Switch launch. And nobody remembers that. They never, they never, really they never remember things that are wrong. Yeah. <laughs> never remember the wrong things. Just remember the right things. Yeah, Mar- yeah Double Dash is great. Also, I mean, there was another thing that I, that I think was, that was in that that wasn't in other stuff. I mean, playing off of that game. Also, a character-specific one, one, like character-specific attacks were really cool. Like each character had their own thing that only they could do. Like I thought that was. Oh neat. yeah, that's a good idea. Because well, eventually these these became like stuff that everybody could do. Like like the fire like the fireball that you throw in Mario Kart Eight. That's from Double Dash, because that was Mario and Luigi's specific move that only mm-hmm. they could do was the fireball. And the and the baby Mario and the baby Luigi could could use the uh, chain chomp to like bring them farther up and the chain chomp pretty much became the bullet train, you know, later in, in those games. So you, so you saw a lot, a lot of inspiration for stuff. 
but there were some stuff that was kind of like like the three like the three shells were only used by the troopa by the by the koopa and the paratroopa and all that so there were certain stuff that you couldn't use or like the or like the uh, multiple the multiple uh mushroom where you could like boost multiple times it was used by the toads like toad and toadette and all that so they all different versions and like the bombs the first time they were ever shown those was like those like wario and waluigi so I kind of I kind of liked that like each character had a specific ability that only they could do, and in the Super Nintendo one they kind of had that, but only the computer could do it. Nobody else could do it. Hey, you. It's me, Mario. Yeah, you. <laughs> Subscribe to our Patreon to hear our bonus shows, which happen every month. I'm a tired. Tired of all the big corporate podcasts spoon-feeding you the same old video game news on every single show. Ah, spaghetti. Ah, ravioli. Then expand! Wow! With Nintendo Main Expansion Pack. It's us talking about old games that were important to us. It's us interviewing people that we meet at conventions. And heck, it's live shows from those same conventions. It's basically everything you could want that Nintendo Main ever made. Here we go! And it's just a buck a month. That's less than a bad indie on the eShop. It's $12 a year, which is less than Nintendo Switch Online. <laughs> Thank you so much for subscribing to our Patreon and supporting Nintendo Main. Just go to patreon.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast and hey, Mario, let go. Whoa, 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 whoa. He's throwing us back to the show. So long, gay Bowser. Ah! Ah, patreon.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast. Game over. <laughs>